On this very busy day, we uh, have had a lot of news happening, including a new development in the 2022 election cycle, because today the first Republican candidate has come forward seeking to uh, take over an office that has been in the hands of Democratic Secretary of State Jesse White. Uh, for a, a lot of our full lifetimes, really, it seems, Jesse White's been there for a long time. But today, State Representative Dan Brady announced that he would like to return that office to Republican hands. He joins us live here this afternoon. Representative, thank you for taking the time. We do appreciate it. Uh, welcome to the program. Thanks very much, Jim. It's nice to be with you. I appreciate the opportunity. Let's start. Uh, uh, your name is certainly familiar to a lot of our listeners because of your long career in the Illinois General Assembly and in the House Republican leadership. But just in case, please introduce yourself to uh, our listeners who may not be familiar with you and, and tell us why you would like to be the next Illinois Secretary of State. Well, sure. Thanks again, Jim. Um, first off, uh, born and raised in Bloomington, and I, uh, elected office-wise, uh, served uh, two terms as McLean County Coroner before I ran for the state legislature. Um, and prior to that, um, grew up in a political family uh, here in the Bloomington area where my dad was a judicial candidate and got involved in lots of different campaigns over the years. Uh, my wife, uh, Terry, son Tom, and daughter Danielle uh, reside here in Bloomington. Well, they're actually off on jobs in college, so they don't. But nonetheless, uh, that's my Bloomington connection, my Bloomington roots. Uh, but my roots really... Uh, I've been in the, the state house for a number of years, serving as state representative for this area. Presently, the 105th legislative district. Why I did what I did? Um, quite frankly, some people think it has something to do with the new maps that have been drawn, but it really has nothing to do with that at all. Um, actually, my district drawn for me was not bad, um, and the real reason was I've aspired to this office for a number of years. But as you indicated in the your opening remarks, there's been a gentleman there by the name of. Secretary Jesse White, that has been our secretary. And I've worked with the secretary on a number of initiatives, consider him a friend, and certainly know that he worked very, very, very uh, diligently on behalf of the people. But he's not running again for re-election. And so as the first Republican to announce today, um, I uh, want to take the ideas that I have for the office, my experience of interaction with that office, and offer myself as a candidate to the people across the state of Illinois. In your announcement today, you, you talked about how you view the office as ripe for modernization, for greater efficiency. And I think we've probably all seen uh, friends on social media talking about long lines, long waits to get uh, a driver's license renewed, uh, particularly uh, issues during during the pandemic. So how do you go about doing that? How do you go about bringing this office into the 21st century? Well, one of the things that you do is you start by prioritizing the investments that, from a budget standpoint, the Illinois General Assembly um, has released to the operations of the Secretary of State's office. And it's not, I'm sure, the fact that people haven't tried uh, in the Secretary of State's office. It's the fact that keeping up with technology and advancement of technology uh, is such a, a, a challenge and, and a full-time uh, job, really. Uh, in fact, I'd like to have um, some stakeholders uh, in the office and, and interaction with the office, like the Truckers Association, Automobile Dealers Association, uh, law enforcement, and others, uh, to help advise um, technology and how we can be upgrade that technology, utilize it. We have situations still in the Secretary of State's office where employees uh, aren't in the same system to be able to talk to each other by email. Uh, and, of course, then the experience, the first experience that people have is a lasting impression, obviously, for anything that we do. And uh, 
that impression for a lot of people is not good with Secretary of State's office. I, I hope it's elected. I can turn things around and actually get people thinking in the mindset, maybe I can get it done over my lunch hour. Uh, is it just a question of technology or is it a question of manpower? I know that I have over the years spent time sitting in a secretary of state's facility where it feels like there's maybe one or two people at the counter with 20 or 30 people sitting in a waiting area waiting for their number to come up. Do we just need more bodies in the office providing direct customer service? Well, Jim, you bring up a very good point. Um, and, and again, as I mentioned earlier, prioritizing uh, where you're going to align staff. One of the things that I talked about uh, through our couple stops today was a cross-training of staff. And so that when a facility that you have has a different operations within that, whether it's uh, the driver's license side of things solely, whether it's renewal, uh, some other type of aspect of what that office could do. If we had more cross-training, I believe, for those employees, they would be able to serve people uh, wherever the, um, I guess, priority would be from the standpoint of how many people are there trying to get what service. So that would be a place to start as well. The other thing is what kind of pressure can we take off those who um, are the employees and serve? For instance, I talked also about uh, legislation that I would like to have enacted at dealing with the fact that when we have uh, the, our new drivers um, that are um, just finished from schooling, their schooling is either done by their public school, by their private school, or by a private business that conducts uh, behind the wheel uh, and classroom training, why not enable them to give the test? There's been a pilot program, but let's make that statewide and make it a law. Give them the opportunity to provide the test, send the grades over to the Secretary of State's office electronically. That way a student doesn't have to go into the Secretary of State's office and can receive that license uh, electronically as well. But that's going to free up people. We're not going to take people off and have certain times where road tests are done and we're down manpower uh, in those offices across the state. I think that'd be another area to open things up. And then, of course, the aspect of, of license plates and, and when renewals, in particular with the license plates, uh, when, when independent operators uh, take things to Springfield for folks, because, quite frankly, they don't want to go into a, a driver's license facility. They don't want that problem. They just want somebody else to take it. Uh, let's look at how we're getting those plates and things back to the uh, individuals that they're supposed to go to. Uh, the Secretary of State's office has a police force, and that police force comes back to certain areas of the state. Uh, instead of mailing and spending lots of money on mailing back plates, why don't we send them back to the areas in which they came from with the Secretary of State's police who are traveling those highways and byways of Illinois in the certain zones that they go into. So all things to talk about to try and help be more uh, expedient uh, and thorough when it comes to dealing with the Secretary of State's office. Talking with State Representative Dan Brady. He's a Republican candidate for Secretary of State as of today. One of your potential Democratic opponents has proposed uh, letting people basically go online to make appointments and thereby, quote, skip the line, just uh, set a time where they'd go in and then they could come in and just you know go right in and, and get their issues taken care of. Uh, is that uh, a workable system, something you've uh, you've looked at yet? What do you think about ideas like that? Well, I said in my remarks today that uh, certainly having something where you can go online and set appointments um, is, is something that I'm very interested in. I think it would help. Uh, we want to be careful we don't end up uh, – California had some uh, issues where people go online and they do that. They never show up for the appointment there, but they go somewhere else and they find a, a sooner appointment but never let the other part of the office know I'm not coming in. And so, therefore, that's caused a little confusion. But I think the overall merit of it is certainly there. Um, and that's that's something very, very important. Um, and whatever we can do technology wise, um, I'm in favor of exploring. And I, I, I 
find some of those things today. But we also have to protect, you know, personal uh, data, personal security. Uh, and that's been uh, some areas of breach before that we want to watch very carefully, especially in this day of uh, Cybercrimes. Uh, another area where the Secretary of State's office has been involved is in voter registration, motor voter, uh, and election security has been a very hot topic recently. It seems like a weird question to ask, but I'll go ahead and ask anyway. Do you think that the 2020 election was fair and, and legal and, and accurate? And do you think we need to make changes in our election system as it pertains to the Secretary of State's involvement with it? Well, always room for improvement, number one. But number two, your question was, do I think it was fair? Do I think it was a, an election uh, that was fair and accurate? I do. Um, and I think it's been, it's been tested, retested, and challenged and tried. What I am concerned about is the role that the Secretary of State's office had. When you say motor voter, they really had the role dealing with vote by mail. And their first attempts of reaching out to the citizens across Illinois to explain vote by mail uh, missed the mark. It confused people. Uh, they didn't understand why they were getting this, what they were supposed to do. And from the very start, they didn't connect with the election authorities, uh, of whether it's the clerk's office or in, uh, other other bodies of election authorities throughout the state. Their second time around attempting it was not too much better, quite frankly, and confused the electorate over the vote-by-mail side of things. So there's certainly room for that because we're going to have vote-by-mail again in this election. Uh, let's talk about organ and tissue donation. This is something very near and dear to my heart. I serve on a local committee that seeks to uh, promote and encourage more people uh, to uh, take part in organ and tissue donation. This is something the Secretary of State's office has played a big role in for a long, long time. Uh, are those efforts sufficient in your view? Or are there things you would change about the Secretary of State's involvement in that particular area? Well, it's very near and dear to my heart as well, Jim, uh, serving as McLean County Corner and being uh, acknowledged for my work in uh, improving organ and tissue donation, uh, not only in this county, but across the state with the, the corner and medical examiner system, is something that, uh, as I said, uh, very near and dear to me and very, very, very important. You know, over 300,000 uh, Illinoisans stay on a waiting list for organ transplants uh, a year, average. And anything we can do to try and bring those numbers down. I was the chief co-sponsor on legislation that would drop the age from 18 to be an organ and tissue donor to 16 and 17-year-olds getting their licenses um, with parental consent, uh, which would bring hundreds of thousands more potentially into the donor registration list. So, yes, there's more that can be done there. I also work with Secretary White in the uh, office on the first-person consent, meaning that when you make the decision of organ and tissue donation uh, to be one, that that... Uh, indication of your wish cannot be overridden by anyone else. Um, and so that's obviously for 18 and over. But it's a, a project of trying to help not only uh, mankind and, and those in the state of Illinois, but to make sure that we have a system that works with um, Gift of Hope and others that use the data system uh, when it comes time uh, that a family is faced with a, a situation, a tragic situation, of trying to decide on organ and tissue donation. So, yes, uh, certainly, certainly a priority of mine. I talked about it in my stops. I'll continue to talk about the more we can do uh, the better to help our friends and neighbors. I know we're early in this process, but the recent years have not been especially kind to Republican candidates running statewide in Illinois. What do you th see as sets you apart from your prospective Democratic opponents for the Secretary of State's position? Well, I think that if you were, and you weren't, 
but I certainly understand because you're down there covering news in Springfield. But if you're with me today, you would have had been able to see a couple and listen to a couple people that highlighted that um, one of my capabilities that I really work hard at is bipartisanship, reaching across that aisle and trying to get things done. Being in the minority all the time, I've been in the state legislature. I, I understand you don't get things done if uh, you're not going to get some help from the majority party. So I've been able to do that, and I think that's very, very important that when you look at a state like Illinois and how difficult it is for a Republican to win statewide in Illinois, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not oblivious to that. Um, you've got to have someone that can appeal to, to both sides of the aisle, but so importantly, appeal to individuals that they feel confident, that you're trustworthy, that you're somebody they can depend on, and that there's somebody that they like. And certainly Secretary White has been that type of person for many, many people, uh, well-liked. Um, and there's being well-liked, which I am. But this is an office, let's not forget, about uh, public service, about service to the people of Illinois. It's not an office of public policy. Dan Brady is a Republican candidate for Secretary of State here in Illinois. And, Representative, how do people find out more about you and your campaign, maybe volunteer, get involved if they'd like to? They can simply go to VoteDanBrady.com, and all my information is there. We just rolled out a new website today, which we're very proud of. We'll be uh, in southern Illinois spots tomorrow. Uh, We've come from uh, the Chicago area down here to Bloomington and central Illinois and doing some events here this evening. Um, And so that's how they can get a hold of me is uh, VoteDanBrady.com. And I certainly ask uh, for their help and support. And I look forward to, hopefully, Jim being back on your show in the near future. I would like that as well. I've enjoyed our conversation this afternoon. Thank you so much for your time. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a nice evening.